You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look at Broadway in a broader way With broads like Liza, Bette, and Stritch We're to gaze through a Marilyn Mays bitch And as a couple cast-offs We're gonna give it to you straight A couple cast-offs Whose favorite things to do is to appreciate Let's name that belt and feel the thrill Of another rousing round of Dolly concert kill at Welcome to Castoffs on Broadway Podcast Network. I am very excited to be here. I'm Ben Rimmelauer with my lovely co-host, Daniel Nolan. Hey, y'all. We are so excited to be joined by our lovely guest today, a fellow Southern boy, just like me. Southern man, if I'm if I'm looking at this bearded daddy on screen in front of me correctly. Ooh. And it's wonderful actor, writer, just honestly, a legend, Jeffrey Self. We're so excited Hi, to have guys. you. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi. Jeffrey. Where are you from in the South? Well, Oklahoma. It's kind of not, it's not the technical South, but. I mean, it is. That's, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that's Southern. I don't really, I don't Cult- consider culturally, it. Southern, culturally, yeah, maybe not geographically. Yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, at least you guys have a musical named after you, so I, I feel True. like that doesn't count. That makes you for, not count. I know for such reason. for such a red state, it's crazy because we're the only state with a show tune for our state song. Is that the official state song? Yes, I love that. It sure is, and all the all the football games they sing it and play it. So it's really just. Um, Incentive yeah. to get you to those games, really. If you're, <laughs> if, you're a, if you're a Roger and Hammerstein kind of person, hold on. I'm trying to pick up my dog to put it in my lap so he stops. Oh, there we go. There he Aww. is. Um, what's, what's your doggy's name? This is Cheech. He just oh got his, his summer haircut. <laughs> my um, that's that's kind of how my hair looks during the summer too. Yeah, it's very cute. Um, anyway, thanks for having me, guys. Well, yes, we had to have here. you when when we decided to do a um, fantasy casting draft of MAME. Yes. The, the first person I thought of, well, was Angela Lansbury, but she was not available. <laughs> yeah. And then I thought of you. 
And I know you're a MAME fan for life. I'm a MAME fan for life. Do you think, just going back to Angela Lansbury for a second, do you think she's ever been on a Zoom or like something like whatever this is? I think think she she definitely has. Yes. And and I'll tell you why. I I don't know if I've told this story in the pod before, but Ben and I were in Provincetown uh, doing our show last September uh-huh. And we were wearing our Broken Records Patty Lapone uh, right. uh, P Town PS for Patty merch. shirts merch, yeah. and so you know all these uh, gays were coming up to us complimenting us at tea, and one of the ones who came up to us, we got to talking with him, and he told us he is Angela Lansbury's assistant, oh. and I was like, oh my goodness, well. In my bag, back at the hotel, I have my Murder, She Wrote crop top. I'm going to wear it tomorrow. Would you take a photo of me and send it to Angela? And he was like, of course. So the next day I wear it and I find him. He takes a photo of us uh, and sends it to her. And then as he's like typing like the explanation, like this is my friend Daniel. He loves you, blah, blah, blah. Like a split second later, she replies like a paragraph of text and she's like, oh my God, I love it. How are you, Tom? Blah, 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 blah. So she had obviously been like already on her phone, um, you know, playing words with friends or whatever. So so apparently she is very tech savvy. Oh, she was like um, reaction emojiing. I mean, she was like very, I wouldn't be surprised if she was on TikTok. It was really something. (laughs) (laughs) That really shocks me. Anyway. All right. Going back to MAME. um, But that's, that I'm glad to know that Angela Lansbury is plugged in technologically. She should get one of those, uh, what's it called, cameos? Yeah, she, I, she can make a lot of money. I mean, I'm I would sure, pay top dollar. I'm mm-hmm. sure she's really struggling for cash right now, too. Well, she could raise money for Broadway <laughs> Cares or something. That's true, that's true. For that's the cause. Right. Now, Jeffrey, have you ever seen Mame on stage? Yes, I. so the first time I ever saw Mame, uh, probably, I think before I even saw the movie, even, um, was the a high school in my hometown did mame when I was a kid, a high wow. school, which, which is such a weird high school choice. And yeah. so the first time I ever saw mame was in a black box theater, which Whoa. is wild, probably like 90 seats. Um, my cousin drew was Beauregard. I remember <laughs> he, he was really frustrated because he was like the star of the community theater. I mean, of the high school theater. So he was really frustrated that they were doing name because not a lot for oh, him to do. Yeah. They did my fair lady the next year and he got to play Henry Higgins. Um, it was great. But um, the <laughs> shout the, out to cousin Drew. Shout out to Drew's Henry Higgins folks. Still thinking about it. Still talking about it. But um, though, yeah, they did name and I remember loving it. And I remember though thinking that, like, why isn't there a set? They didn't have a set at all. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, MAME on a bare stage. I think there was, like, maybe a staircase, but otherwise, MAME on a bare stage with teenagers. But I still came away being like, this is a great fucking show. And then I very quickly thereafter rented the movie and obviously watched the the Vaseline movie. Mm-hmm. The the musical, uh, the MAME musical or anti-MAME? Oh, 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 so sorry. Um, the The musical. And then, mm-hmm. though... When I was when I was in high school, um, there was this like dinner theater that like existed sort of about like 45 minutes outside of my town. And it was like in this like weird old building. It was in like it was sort of like a half antique store, but like upstairs they did like dinner theater, but it was like this sort of like display of antiques, but people would sit there and it would like eat really bad food. But they would do um they would do like music like the plays that musicals were based on like so they did like the 
they did like the play of whatever Oklahoma is based on the oh, green, green grass, the lilacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they did that, and they did um, the Matchmaker. Obviously, they mm-hmm. did a bunch of them. So though, when I was like sixteen, they did Anti Mame, and they let me direct it. Um, and so wow. not wow. only did I direct Annie Mame, I, cause that's the, I don't know if you've ever looked at that script. It's very dense. It's lots of characters, lots yeah. of settings, really yeah. not good to produce in a upstairs of an antique store. <laughs> um, and, um, but, uh, so I like condensed it, but not only did I direct it, I played older Patrick and, um, very, 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 very inappropriately played Ido, the butler. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there. I, I, I often wonder if there's like a video or any of it out there. I hope there isn't. I hope, I, 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 I hope there isn't, but I kind of wonder if there is. But um, the but I yeah. So I that was I got really into anti mame at that time. Um, and then um, I don't think I've ever seen a professional production. I mean, I've seen like bootlegs. I think I watched the like bootleg of Ebersol or at least clips of it. I've seen clips of obviously Baranski. Um, was it Juliet Prowse at Hollywood Bowl? Who was it at Hollywood Bowl? No, it Michelle was Lee. Michelle Lee. Michelle um, and, Ber- and Ebersol as Vera. Yeah. Oh. Sw- the great switch- switcheroo. Um, but <laughs> uh, what, what was your first MAME experience? Well, I remember watching the both movies as a kid um, and um, sort of conflating them in my mind because Roz Russell was also in the Gypsy movie that I had seen. Oh, so right. it kind of, name and Gypsy were just kind of like one thing in my head. Yeah. Um, uh, and I, uh, I remember the thing, loving the things that I um, remember about it, but I probably got bored when I was older and tried to like, you know, sit through it again. Yeah. But um I have not, I, I feel, I, I intend to continue lying as I have been that I sure. saw the production of the Alex Theater in Glendale in 1993 starring Terry Ralston as Mame with, um, oh God, what's her name? Gretchen Weiler as Vera. But you definitely I, uh, told, you told me that you saw that. But you yeah, I really, I lean, I lean pretty hard on that lie. But it's it's actually not true. And I need to say it again because I might want Terry Ralston to do one of our live shows. So I'm I intend to to stick to that story, but it's not actually the case. I didn't see it. And I've never seen it. Okay. I've never well, seen I've, it either. Really? Never. Mm-mm, never. Well, people don't really do it. I mean No. It's too expensive. I mean, they don't have the creativity to do it on a bare stage and double cast <laughs> the director as young Patrick and Ito. You know. <laughs> No one's bold enough. No one's bold enough. It's yeah, also someday. like, yeah, there's like two, I guess there's like just too many people in it. Also, I would imagine it probably, does it hold up? Like you kind of need like a full rewrite of the book probably. Uh, yeah. As long as Harvey doesn't do it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking about that uh, when I was uh, washing my hair earlier and listening to the recording it really does need like a full ensemble, full, full orchestra. Like someone yeah. with a lot of money, like Lincoln Center is the one who needs to do it because I don't want them cutting any corners. Yeah, I don't want like, I don't want Vera, you know, playing the, the clarinet or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Oh God. It, yeah. it is, it is just, I think another reason though, besides the budget that it hasn't been done is because it is so hard to cast. I mean, I... I think we were talking about this maybe at our show or maybe at dinner or something, Daniel, like mm-hmm. that. But the, I think sometimes if I could go back in time and see one 
musical, I would see Mame. Hmm. Even though, like, part of me wants to see Merman and Gypsy or Patty and Evita, like, I feel like I know what those were like, you know? Right. Yeah. yeah. And there's so many other good ones available also. Yeah. And I, I, I totally, and I feel like there's something that's still missing in my mind about Angela mm. as Mame. Like when I watch Roz Russell and she's so just like brilliant and like incinerating on all those like innuendos and like where mm. she's like insulting somebody, but they don't even know it, you know? Yeah. So Eve Arden, you know? Yeah. And mm. like, I can't imagine Angela that way, but obviously she had some quality that, mm-hmm. you know, I, I sort of instinctively know most of our ladies lack, but I'm not really sure what it is. Yeah, I mean, I don't, uh, every time I picture Angela in MAME, I don't, I mean, this is maybe a controversial thing to say, but I'm like, I don't think she's like, I don't think she's like the I, ideal choice for it. Um, oh, you I've always. First- Folks. I have many a time said um, to Cole Ascola um, that I think it should be reversed, that Carol Channing should have been Mame and Angela should have been the original Dolly. Oh, wow. Because words. I believe, like, I believe Carol as, like, a former flapper. You know, like I pick, I can see her being this like former party, this like party girl, this like lady that everybody wants to like. A jazz baby. <laughs> a jazz baby, yeah. Whereas, and I can imagine like Angela being this like lady that everybody goes to for like to do their thing, for their problems and to solve everything for them and to leave everything <laughs> to her. Yeah. Um, like, I, I don't believe that Carol Channing is like capable of hand like juggling that many balls as, as Dolly <laughs> Levi. Like all that stuff she says she can do at the beginning. I'm like, that bitch can't do any of that. Yeah. She's yeah. a mess. Whereas <laughs> Angela Lansbury, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got it under control. She's That's got, hilarious. She's I also- it all. I also think, though, you saying that about Angela, I do think that's kind of going back to what Ben's saying about we just don't have the context for Angela in that sort of role. Like, because we really know her, like, kind of like dotty, daffy Angela, like in, you know, Dear World or Death on the Nile or As Mrs. Mrs. Lovett. And then we know, like, grandmotherly comforting Angela with, like, with, like, murder she wrote. But we really don't know, like, you know, classy, smart, like, sleek and uh you know yeah. uh, upper crust angela mm-hmm. yeah because i'm also like like i i believe like isn't the whole thing with name that like how is this person going to be a parent and it's like with angela mm-hmm. i'm like oh you're she's so maternal like she's yeah, such Mrs. a parent yeah. where again carol channing i'm like don't leave a baby with that like <laughs> she'll eat it but that might be like what's also probably dated about the show like i yeah. feel like it's not so much that she's like a mess as much as that like she's not conservative like you know right i, I, I think maybe we can't relate to what is considered like not responsible about her because like we are it's very easy for us to imagine like a progressive single woman as a good parent but maybe that really is just what they couldn't deal with yeah, that's probably that's probably the case. Well, um, why don't we get into it and see yeah, who we'll we see all, what comes up. Uh, so, I okay. guess first up is the much coveted role of Gloria Upsom, who the lady that played that in the movie, I forget her name. She just died, right? I, oh, I, is she, uh, she's the one who plays Vicky in Parent Trap. Yes, she just died yeah. like a week ago. Oh, R.I.P. I love her. She's the yeah. perfect like bitch, like a woman perfect. you love to hate. 
a perfect tribute from three men who can't remember the name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Listen, I've never seen Parent Shop. I barely remember the woman. It's not for I don't think it's for either of us. Haley Mills goes over my head. Oh, um, I love Haley Mills. I, mean, I appreciate, I'm glad she existed or exists, but I it's not it's it's not my it's not my cup of tea. But um okay, Gloria Epson, I mean such a good role, such um really top draw. Really <laughs> top draw. Um hmm. I mean, like now, like if I were casting it like with someone alive at this moment, like I feel like um Chloe Fineman would be um really, oh, sp- really yes. spectacular. She'd get um, the laughs. She'd get the laughs. I feel like that's the kind of role too that you want someone like a mm. Chloe Fineman who can come in and just like like what the fuck just happened? She's just walked away with the whole show. Mm. Um, so I feel like a Chloe Fineman as Gloria would be um, a stellar choice. So well done. I love it. Do you want me to go next, Ben, and then you'll get the double? Sure. Um, well, in a similar vein, my choice for Gloria Epson would be a young Reese Witherspoon. So, like, oh like, yeah, oh, I I love these choices. Like I election, like election yeah. era Reese. Oh. Totally. Uh, just like really, I mean, she played she played um, Rachel's sister on Friends. Yeah, yeah. And oh yeah, like, it's very that, very mm-hmm. that. Like, kind of comes in just like kind of spoiled and you know, uh, uh, but really funny and and gets the laugh. Yeah, so. I'm so into this. Um, God, my choices for this are so basic. I want to shoot myself. And you guys have made me realize just how humorless and miserable not only is my main production going to be, but <laughs> possibly the rest of my natural born life. Um, my, my first choice for Gloria Upsom is um, the unnamed gummer, Louisa Jacobson from The Golden <sighs> Age. I do like oh, a, I don't hate that. I don't hate I do, that. I do like throwing a gummer a bone. I like I like throwing a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I I also love having a gummer involved. Like, yeah, you know, it means Meryl will come see it. You know, yeah, stick so- with me, you guys, because my second choice for Gloria Upsom was Mamie Gummer, and my third Ecatitude ch- just for the name, and my third choice for Gloria Upsom was Grace Gummer. So I'm guaranteeing a gummer. Gotta get a gummer. I, I think it's good. I mean, I think it sounds like your production is definitely a little more. Um, Top drawer. Uh, yeah, I just maybe a little like less, you know, humor. Listen, Bart Share is going to direct it at Lincoln Center, so yeah. I'm the one who's actually in the pocket. It's a bit stark, but um, I'm, yeah, I'm fine with it. I mean, you know, she's only one. She's ultimately one scene, so you could, you could. There are ways to save that production. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, and she and she would definitely be available. They're definitely yes. available. Well, okay, so now I go next. And are the upsums we do as a couple in one fell swoop? Yeah, okay. let's do them as a couple. Okay, so um, now you guys turned me on so much with your, like, comedy choice. Uh, mm. uh, especially, like, um, maybe, I mean, I kind of like the idea of uh, early aughts Reese best, but I think um, Chloe Fineman feels gettable. And so maybe sticking with the Chloe Fineman choice in my mind as Gloria, I would cast as her parents, Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig. Ooh, oh, I like fun. them. I like so them fun. doing that. Just the douche family. The yeah. douche family. Yeah, That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, for mine, I chose uh, 
Blythe Danner and Leslie Jordan. <laughs> That's just fine. like really leaning into the comedy. <laughs> That's really fun. Genius. Has he ever been? Has Mister Mister Upsom ever been played like as a fucking like screaming queen before? I don't know, that's but really it's all funny. I want. Yeah, that's real good. And with Blythe Danner, because I also feel like Blythe Danner's tall. So like, she's very mm-hmm. tall, very tall. Visually, that's a really good combo. I, I uh, yeah. This is insane because can you imagine if Barbara Streisand comes to see this show and? Like, she's always wishing she were Blythe Danner's part. And yet, like, she's not going to wish that she wasn't Mame. She's not going to wish she was Mrs. Upsom. But, like, she might. <laughs> Wait, does Barbara Streisand have, like, a thing about Blythe Danner? I just feel like when they were together in um, Prince of, of Tides. Tides and when they were together in, like, oh, Meet the Fockers, right. I just feel like all Barbara ever wanted was to be just, like, the, like, elegant blonde wasp woman. Just, totally. you know... Yeah, casually just giggling in a girlish way on the side. Yeah, I, I, yeah, absolutely. I didn't. I did not think about that, but yeah. Um, okay, my choice. I, I can't remember this lady's name, but bear with me. Did you guys ever see um, the New Adventures of Old Christine? That sitcom with Julie Louis Dreyfus. Like, no, one. my mom loves it. It's a great show. I highly recommend it. It's a good binge if you like a good like pre bed kind of situation. Mm. I think it's the funniest she's ever been actually. But what? Um, funnier than Veep? I mean, no, no, no. But I prefer Christine to Seinfeld. I'm not really a Seinfeld person. Gotcha. But, um, but anyway, the <laughs> there are two ladies in that, and they both they play these like moms that she doesn't like. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Um, mm, yeah. and they don't like and they don't like her and. One of them, I think, is perfect for Miss Upson. Um, New Adventures of... Oh, and she was also in an un, uh, unaired pilot that uh, Eric Gilliland created. So, I mean... So I'm we really can get to her. <laughs> Eric, Eric will give us her email. Okay, her name is Trisha O'Kelly. Oh. Um, I don't know what else she's really done, but I think I she would be... Gal. She'd be great as, as the mom. And then oh, I know I, this oh, face. Oh, yeah, I recognize you know her. know this face. Yeah, right? She'd be great. Yeah, And flawless. especially with Chloe Feynman as the daughter. Totally. And, totally. and uh, Chris Parnell as as the dad. Oh, yeah. Stuffy. Stuffy. Oh, yeah. yeah that's good. Yeah. That's that's my that's my casting. Oh, like yeah. It. that's Yeah, he's really good. He has the face for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so now Jeffrey goes again. Yeah, who should we do now? Should we do... Uh, Patrick, right? Patrick. And this is grown-up Patrick, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I mean, I... I mean, I'm you can do s- young Patrick if you want to, but... I'm not going to sit here and name off little boys. That's just I think not- you... <laughs> I, that's a different podcast. <laughs> I think you can assume we film it, like, uh, what's his name, Linklater style, and it's, like, over the course of 30 years, and he actually ages. Yeah, great. I love that. Um, what a what a great use of, of resources um, <laughs> in, this, in, this, in this current climate of our world. Um, um, uh, okay, I mean... I want, like, I want, like, a, just, like, a strapping, handsome, straight-up leading man. I mean, my first thought in my mind was Army Hammer, but then I remembered that we don't like him anymore because he eats people. So, not Army Hammer. But, um, like, a, like, what about, like, a... 
I guess he's too old too. But I was gonna say Ryan Gosling. Um, well, we can, I mean, if we can cast Ethel Merman, we can certainly cast Ryan Gosling. That's true. Mm-hmm. So let's go with Ryan Gosling. I want like a tall, blonde, handsome, piercing mm-hmm. eyes, charming. Mm-hmm. You know, check off all the boxes that Ryan Gosling checks off. Mm-hmm. Also, I just like thinking about Ryan Gosling. Same. I love that. Um, yeah, Ryan Gosling, good one. Um, well, hmm. If I was ca- so, are we doing like movie casting or Broadway casting? Because I would, because I would cast different ones for different. Uh, well, let's hear them both. I guess. I mean, yeah. I think this is. I think this production transcends uh, media. Medium. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is the ultimate. This is like done like in St. Peter's Gate. Okay, like so it's, I, a, it's a movie. It's a Hollywood Bowl concert. It's a NBC Live. Like it's yeah, everything. I love it. Okay, so I guess my uh, Patrick, Ben, you're going to love this, uh, would be our uh, friend and object of desire, Pascal Pastrana. <laughs> oh, God. Delete, delete. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, I don't even, he doesn't even have, like, huge credits. I think he was doing Mean, Girl on, mean Girls on Broadway before, yes. the, before the pandemic, and now he's, now he's doing a tour of something, but... What's his name? Pascal? Um, pa- Pascal Pastrana. Okay, I'm looking at um, I have some photos I can send you if you want. Just his, okay. his Instagram is PV Pastrana. PV Pastrana. Okay, that'll be easier than Google. PV. He, yeah, look at his Insta. There are some nice, uh, oh, thirsty shit. photos. Yeah, is he queer? No. No, he's straight, but he's not going to very... follow him then. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I mean, his body is amazing. I mean, talk about bringing the cakewalk back into style. Wow. Oh, ah, I mean, he's just so luscious. And he's also, like, a he very a very uh, talented actor, performer, singer. So. Yeah, yeah. He'd be good. He has the right energy. Mm. Anyway, all right, Benji. Well, I do love y'all's choices, um, but staying true to the basicness of my soul, um, I went for this uh, a little bit. Um, I didn't want to cast somebody who has like a cunty edge or anything because I just want him to be likable, even when he's acting like a dick. Yeah. Um, so I want Jonathan Groff. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Just my forever oh. love. Sure. Love no, him. that's right. I do love Jonathan. You Groff. love him. Although Good when you say that. Pascal Pastrana, it's like Groff who, but yeah, I do love Jonathan Groff. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. And Groff's voice on that like song, the like letter song. I mean, oh my god, so sexy. That um, really is is like the uh, what do you call it? Like um, probably the most underrated song on the recording because he Patrick really sounds amazing in that. Yeah, he does. Song. I agree. I mean, honestly, like. Uh, I didn't necessarily feel this way in um, Into the Woods, but when I think of like the voice type that would just like be able to just like sell that number so that you remember it for the rest of your days, I think of Gavin Creel. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, there's no such thing as like a song that, that Gavin Creel doesn't just nail. Like he is. Uh, I believe that song would be Hello, Little Girl and Agony. Ah! <laughs> oh, really? No, Oh, was he in that? Oh, right. He was yeah. in, the, in, in yeah. the city center thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, his voice is just so sexy, though. I mean, his voice is like, like the greatest 
uh, Broadway tenor voice of all time. I, I'm not going to say this. I well, uh, yeah, I'll say this. I have, I, I used to, that, whatever song he sings on the Hair Actors Fund concert album, I forget mm. what it is, but it is what the only piece of music that has sexually aroused me in the past. Whoa. Wow. I love it. Yeah. That's, I like, mean, that's like your Elaine, that's like your version of Elaine Stritch having an orgasm. Yes. In, during uh, Albee. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, I don't love him in every single role, although I do love his albums, but him in Hello, Dolly, just, like, the way, that moment when he slams down the basement door yeah. and, you know, out there, God. I mean, put on your Sunday yeah. clothes. I, I mean, I think he's so gorgeous, but, but that, to me, is not even about him being sexy. It's just about, like, that's one of the few times, I think you feel this way too, probably, Daniel, like, that a man in musical theater gives me my full, thrilling, like, diva like totally totally well honestly when i listen to that cast recording i never listen to the bet songs i only listen to the gavin songs like those are the only ones that i that i think are like you know top drawer Uh, when you look at all of the the dolly uh recordings we have out there his is his cornelius is just the greatest oh it's the best yeah yeah um, okay, wait, All who's right, next? That's the Patrick's. So so I do the double now. Right. Yes. So now we do Gooch or Beauregard? Um, or or Beauregard. Yeah, Beauregard. Let's say let's save the women for Ladies, the end. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Okay, so for Beauregard, I'm gonna go for Baroque and um the star star vehicle. Why not? I want Matthew McConaughey. Oh, great. Wow. Love it. Love that. Love that. Great idea. Great choice. That's Love a great, that. choice. great choice. Just his golden arms in that Georgia totally. sun. Mm. Totally. Oh, God. I have no... This is the one that I'm really flying by the seat of my pants. I didn't write anyone down. Um, I was like, oh, it'll come to me. Um, but let's see. You're doing Matthew McConaughey. I definitely like that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's similar to what I was thinking, actually. Oh, fuck. Uh... Jeffrey, why don't you go? And then I'll let me, okay. let me do some well, Googling. Mine is actually similar to the Matthew McConaughey, but I went more music-based, which is a weird move for this casting since he doesn't have a song. But maybe... We can, we can give him the song from the movie, that Loving You is so pretty. Oh, yeah, that's mm. good. In this, in this, in this, with this new book, we can, yes. we can, we can make right, that work. Written by someone whose name is not Harvey Firestein. <laughs> um, I was thinking um, Tim McGraw. The country, oh, like star. oh, I really like country. that. Mm-hmm. I think Tim McGraw is so good. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, Country Strong, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, <laughs> no, but, but now I will. Oh, it's a great. You should watch it. It's really good. Um, she plays this like um, big country music superstar, um, and uh, it's like a. It's basically like a Star Is Born kind of. Uh, mm. not, really, uh, not really Star Is Born because that's about a star kind of on the rise. But she's playing this like Reba McIntyre level star. And he mm. plays her husband and manager, and she's like a an addict, and it's like a, about her as a mess, and like very very weird to cast Gwyneth Paltrow, but she's really good in it, and she sings, and the album itself is fantastic. But oh Tim, my god, Tim McGraw plays her husband, and he's really 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 fucking good in it. He's a good actor, and he's so sexy, and I think he'd be a, a great Beauregard. This is very intriguing. That's great. I love that. Watch Country Strong. It's really fun. 
Um, oh God, I Daniel, I'm... I have I can donate one of mine to you. Yeah, why don't it. why don't I phone a friend? What's what's yours? I, well, my second choice, who's sort of in the middle between Matthew McConaughey and Tim McGraw, uh, is Harry Connick Jr. Oh, oh wonderful! Yeah, that's, that's yeah. mine. That is that is someone I would have chosen if I'd have thought of him. Perfect. Yeah, wonderful. that's good. I like that. For the last time, I am not on Ozempic. I made one little joke on this podcast, and everybody started calling me out, texting me, calling me cringe, whatever. I really was asked by people if I was on Ozempic, and as I told them, I am not. I am just eating factors, no prep, no mess meals, okay? Warmer, sunnier days are coming. Fire Island season is here. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors' fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine what are you waiting for with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week you'll always have new flavors to explore crush your wellness goals this may with dietitian approved meals and ingredients you can trust from breakfast to dessert stay fueled with easy nutritious options treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp and blackened salmon and kitchen time is kept to a minimum they are ready in two minutes no shopping no prepping no cooking no cleanup enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle choose from six menu preferences to help you manage calories maximize protein intake avoid meat or just simply to eat well balanced head to factormeals.com slash giants in the sky 50 and use code giants in the sky 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month that's code giants in the sky 50 at factormeals.com slash giants in the sky 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20 percent off your next month while your subscription is active america we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. I love that glass, man. That's so chic. Thank you from eBay, a 32 ounce. Yes. Uh, oh, I need Coca-Cola a 30- glass. I, need I know a you love a giant ounce. cup. Well, all the all the giant cups that I buy normally are plastic. And is that glass? A, this is glass because you can't get glasses this big except these like souvenir things from the past. I love that. I, I love need that you can only drink things from the past. Because <laughs> I, I stopped drinking. Yeah, I like it. I need to invest in some bigger glasses. Um, okay, wait, we all did Bogart. So actually, since I made you go ahead of me, you 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 go again, Jeffrey. So, so you're, now we're this, into Gooch. Gooch oh, oh, now Gooch, things heat up. Gooch yeah. territory. Well, I I mean, there's so many so many ways this could go. There are two mm. in particular. I think the most obvious, and would she would nail it. Um, there's like, there's two ways this could go. Okay. So there's one of my choices is like, obvious, gonna nail it. We know exactly what she's going to do. It's similar. It's in line with what's been done before. She's Mm going to nail it. 
at Rachel Dratch. We know yeah. she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Alternatively, if you wanted to do something a little more like I don't quite know how this is gonna work, but I know it's gonna be really good, would be a Jennifer Coolidge Gooch. Mm, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's against really what she normally does because it's, like, Gooch isn't sexy, but obviously she, like, has this, like, moment. But I think, like, you could do... I would really like to see what Jennifer Coolidge does with it. And also, I mean, her singing I Lived is, is would, yeah. would, would be tremendous. Yeah. tremendous. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's, for me, it's a tie between Coolidge and Rachel Dratch. It depends on how you want this production to go. Mm. Rachel mm. would be so wonderful. I just saw POTUS and she yeah. was so hilarious. So hilarious. And that was really fun. So such a physical, physically comic performance. Mm. And she would be wonderful as Gooch. I mean, I I would not be surprised if she's the one they choose for the eventual revival. It's funny to talk about Rachel and Coolidge in the same breath because you yeah. know that Rachel did the all the workshops of Legally Blonde, the musical in the Jennifer Coolidge role. Wow, um, really? That's yeah. crazy. And I believe the reason that they didn't cast her uh, was because they wanted a better singer. So I always imagined that she must have sang pretty badly. But then um, she uh, sings in POTUS and she sounds good. Huh. Um, and I would have certainly Wait, rather Wait, does she seen, sing? What does she sing? She sings along with what's her name in that oh, big right. karaoke number. Right, but I, mean, I has, forget. Yeah, they have that. But she, she has solo lines. I mean, you know, she, um, it's pretty great. Actually, and she sang in one of our Countess Luann shows. I mean, mm. you know, it's certainly like a huh. a character actor voice, but it's great. more than ply. I would have much rather seen her in Legally Blonde than Orphe. Um, sure. But... Uh, but it's funny because I you wouldn't think of her and Jennifer Coolidge on the same ground, but I guess in some ways they could be. Yeah, that's so interesting. I had no idea she had done played that yeah. part in a workshop. Yeah, oh, weird. Me neither. Me neither. Um, okay, so for Gooch again, uh, this doesn't really work out with the rest of mine timeline wise, but this is in an alternate universe where it will. So um, for Gooch, I chose uh, Diane Weist. Oh yeah. Like maybe like love, like love, like love, ha- love. Hannah and her sisters era, Diane Weist, um, just like very scatterbrained, very fragile, very yeah. easily stressed out. Yeah. Love that. And she would sing it well, I think, because you get a little glimpse of her singing voice in Hannah and her sisters, and she has a oh, sweet voice. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. So she could she could sing that little Gucci's song really well. Oh, she'd be so good. I love that choice. Guess who sang that at the Jerry Herman Memorial? Oh, so I, Oh, at the memorial. I think I know, because I think yeah. she also did it at the... <laughs> ben, Lorna, I knew that right? Lorna left. I knew yeah. I knew that would get Ben is, real is that, is that Is that performance the one... Is it the memorial or the Hollywood Bowl that she's, like, wearing the pregnant belly? That was the <laughs> most... That was the memorial, but maybe at the Hollywood Bowl as well. At the Hollywood Bowl, she sang my song with the pregnant belly, and she sang it great. (laughs) Wait, she did? Oh, your song. Oh, I thought you meant my song being, oh, your song is the Elton John song. You're talking about she sang the Dorothy Loudon song? Yes, exactly, sir. I love you performed that on Fire Island once, and you're referring to it as your song. Twice! (laughs) I performed it on Fire Island twice. (laughs) My song. I love it. 
Well, okay, so for mine, for Gooch, I had written down some more um, standard choices, one of whom I kind of think could tie together a lot of threads of this. But, Daniel, the way you were describing what you were looking for Mm -hmm. actually made me think of someone else Mm. that I would really love to have seen do it. Mm. So I'm kind of torn. I'll say them both, actually. Um, The person that I think you made me think of who would be sort of how... She she probably was considered for it at some point was um, uh, uh, the original um, Amy and Company and Vera, Mm. different Vera, from Mel's Diner, Beth Howland. Oh, Mm. yeah. Beth would be really good. Such a Gooch type. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, of course, I had Rachel on my list, but a person that I think could really play the Gooch character, except I don't know if you guys are familiar with the um, Jerry's Girls cast recording, which is not with Dorothy Loudon, but, you know, it's got Andrea. And yeah. against Andrea. type, I mean, Andrea. She's, Andrea sings Gooch's song and doesn't play the character at all, of course, but she sings <laughs> it like she just belts the daylights out of it. Yeah. And I feel like somebody that could maybe do the comedy and sing it in full belt because it's pretty high that song. I mean, even if you lower it, it's it's just got to yeah. go high because it's rangy. Um, I think would be Megan Hilty. Oh, love, mm. love that. Yeah, that's great. I wanna, yeah. For some reason, I feel like she's played that or she's sang that somewhere. Oh, well, how, didn't she play? Didn't she play like in Noises Off? She played like the like some role that was equally or is, no, she, am I conflating that with something you, else? There's a character like that in Noises Off, but she played the sexy oh, boxing yeah. one. Yeah. Didn't she win a Tony for that? Maybe. She was definitely nominated. Yeah. Um, sometimes, uh, as our friend Dan Fortune would say, the nomination is the, the award. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, it's Vera time. Oh. oh gosh! Oh gosh! I mean, there's so many places this could go. I mean, are you? Who goes first? Uh, Ben, you right? The, the snake. Oh, this is the part two of the double, right? Okay. Um, yes. So many ways this could go. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, much in the line of like the famous Judy Elaine fantasy of like mm, doing the two ugh. roles in rap. You know, it, you can't be a good mame if you kind of couldn't also be a good Vera, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, um, and you know, to some extent, that means that a lot of Veras are also potentially good mames. Yeah. And, um, so I tried to think of people that, like, I really think are so edgy that they're really just a Vera, not a mame. Yeah, I think in, that's the way to at go. At least in my eyes, you know. And uh, and so I think the person that I don't know I don't know that she could really play the like great star of the theater mm-hmm. like fanciness enough because I do think Vera should be a little pretentious in that B. Arthur way mm-hmm. yeah but I just think that she could be such a ham and such a drunk and so scene stealing and I just want her in everything and. Uh, so I went with Bridget Everett for my first choice. Love it. Love it. Interesting. I like it. I like it. I like that. Um, it's an interesting, it's a different direction for Vera, but I like it. 
I yeah. mean, also, it's like, you know, I, I still think of Bridget as like a downtown kid, you know, but right. if they just keep throwing like these like series leads at her, eventually she's just a veteran of stage and screen. <laughs> I think she already is. Yeah. 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 I like, I like her. I like that idea. I like that she would do, it would be a very different. Yeah. I like it. I have an idea for who would be a good name with that, but we'll get mm. to that. Mm. Mm. I'm also um, picturing Bridget's Bridget's name, you know, just like, but like, instead of like the Upper East Side or whatever, it's just like, um, you know, it's like the biggest city in like Kansas or whatever. And instead of <laughs> like a, a champagne bottle, she just has like that, like uh, paper bag with the wine bottle inside. <laughs> That's funny. Um, okay, so my Vera, oh God. I mean, so my first choice was someone who's like, who wouldn't do the movie. I'll, I, I guess I'll just do, I'll say both of them. But like, if if this was like a production I was directing somewhere, I would love, for Vera, I would love uh, Jackie Beat. Oh, Because yeah. she can sing and she also is has just that energy and she's so funny. Yep. But um, for the movie, for like a movie uh, version with like top stars, oof, mm, it's so hard. You know, I'm gonna say Susan Sarandon. Oh mm. yes, I yes. love that. Love. I love a Sarandon Vera. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That's a really great idea. Um, Deborah Messing is Mame. I was just thinking <laughs> never, that. Never ever. <laughs> Deborah um, Messing can stage manage. Um, <laughs> she'd be such a bad stage manager. She would. She would. Um, Just like okay. reporting everybody to equity all the time. Oh, always. <laughs> yeah. Constantly on the phone with it. Like, she never even hangs up. She just keeps them on, a, on an active line. Just like subtweeting everyone in the cast. <laughs> oh, what a nightmare. Yeah, um, no, thank you. Yeah, no thanks. No thanks at all. Um, okay. Obviously, there's so many. I mean, there's so many ways this could go. There's so many ways. Um, I mean, I think. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm narrowing it down to two. I think, yeah, to two different ways, and they're va- drastically different. Um, <laughs> but they're both contemporary people. Mm-hmm. Um, because my production's contemporary. Um, mm. deal, deal with it. Okay? <laughs> um, and, uh, so, uh, option. I think this is the l- less interesting of the two, um, but I think she'd be fucking great. Um, is Helena Bonham Carter. Mm. Um, yeah, a la The Crown. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, I like. But, I, and I think that would be great. And I think that's probably like the more like I could actually see that happening kind of thing. Like if they like did that movie when they were talking about doing the movie of Auntie Mame with Tilda, like she'd be yes, a great hero. Yes, yes, Tilda, yes, totally, right? like, totally. Fully works in that world. But yeah. the one that I think would be really interesting, um and and I also know who I think would be a good name with this, um, would be Dominique Jackson from Pose. Do you know what I'm oh, talking about? Yes. Oh. She's got that pretentious stage yes, edge exactly, down. Exactly. Oh, yes. She, she'd I, be her great. Her character's name is Electra in Pose. Yeah. Her mm. character's name. She, I loved her in Pose. Um, yeah. And I think she would be oh my God. such a good Vera. And like, totally. ter- especially how tall she is. Like, so just like 
menacing and terrifying. Yeah. Like between yeah. her like having to deal with a little boy, like so yeah. funny, so good. Yeah. She's kind um, of like Grace Jonesy. It's very, very Grace Jones. Jones. Very Grace Jones. Who would I mean also be a great Vera. Yeah. Great Vera. Um, Not wrong. Yeah. Um yeah. So I'm gonna I think my top choice is Dominique Jackson. I That's a it. great choice. Um that means, uh, Jeffrey, you have the honor of, of okay. casting Mame first. Okay. Well, again, I mean, as we know, there's so many ways this could go. Um, so many. Oh my god. My we might card. need to do a couple of rounds. We of can Mame. do. A, we can do several rounds for sure. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think you could go. Allison Janney could be mm. a, a, a good Mame. Um, Are you not worried about the singing? about the singing yeah the person that i was really picturing with dominique jackson um Mm. because i think they'd look really good together and Mm. i believe them as like gal pals Mm -hmm. um that have been like friends forever would be vanessa williams Um, and i think that vanessa williams would be a good name like i think we've seen her do the like kind of that kind of jabby um, like with the way, like you were saying, like kind of with a jab that you don't even know she's jabbing you kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like that's oh, yeah. kind of what she did in uh, an ugly Betty, like 100%. That was, and, mm-hmm. but she's also got like, I mean, her singing, if you walked into my life, like I fully can picture that. I fully know what that would be. Mm-hmm. And yeah. at the same time, I can, I fully imagine like, uh, someone falling in love, like madly in love with her. I also, I like her, like having this history of like men sort of like throwing themselves at her. I can picture her doing like, that's how young I feel and like fully dancing with it. Um, I, so I think, I think she would be um, my, my, and I mean, she's also like, I believe that like they could do a revival of Mame starring Vanessa Williams. Like, I think that could actually happen. Totally. I love Vanessa so much and everything you said, except my thing about Vanessa is like, she has a great like smooth pop voice, but like yeah. I always find her really underwhelming in this like Broadway belt track. Like sure. I I wish that she had been Phyllis in some production of Follies. Mm-hmm. I would love to see her as Desiree in Night Music. Mm-hmm. But I feel mm-hmm. like when the show starts with It's Today and she's crooning, I mean, even in fucking POTUS in the stupid curtain call, oh, when yeah. they all come downstage and just sing like whatever like pop like anthem, they're just silly like dance dancing in place like yeah. everybody else is like and i need you now tonight and vanessa's like and i need you more yeah oh uh, yeah 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 i get that <laughs> yeah because you do want someone who's gonna like just like be really grab you by the ball yeah, light it up yeah yeah um yeah i get that i get that uh so for my, oh God, I have so many, but I mean, going with the rest of my choices and actually with the rest of my choices, this, well, maybe not totally, but it might kind of work out chronologically with all these people. Um, so I think if, if I did it with uh, Diane Weist as Gooch and Susan Sarandon as Vera, for MAME, I would like share. Yeah. Well, it almost happened. I was going to say there was that really? made-for-TV movie, right? Yeah, longer oh, no. than bet. That was a real possibility. 
Um, I mean, Cher can act. We know that. She's an Academy Award winner. She can also sing. She's also Mm -hmm. just, you know, the life of the party. She's uh, totally. She's no no stranger to leading, you know, a a group of people and giving them energy and and all that. So to the naked eye, she is somewhere between 40 and death. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. And also, like, you know, uh, the first name with just like, you know, long blonde hair instead of instead of the short mm. ma or the short uh pixie or whatever i mean yeah. Cher could have a completely actually one of the things that i think is so great about mame and i don't know if the broadway musical fully leaned into this in the original design but like so much of like the novel and like i think the play is about how she almost madonna style like reinvents herself yeah different eras you know the the jazz baby to the art deco to the bohemian to the you know and share more than anybody could just it could be a different complete look every single yeah. like sequence different different gown different Bob Mackie gown that but well that was what I was going to say is that what I read on that potential share thing that was going to happen I want to say in the 90s was mm-hmm. that Bob? It was it was going to be Bob Mackie doing uh, all the, the the looks as well. Yeah, yeah. that's that's exact. I didn't think about that. It is in the book where she's. It is like this was in Auntie Mame's blank stage, like when she was yeah. doing this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I guess they kind of Here's like my the favorite so far. Uh, in the in the Roz movie, like you know, there's the different interior design. Totally. Every every uh, scene or whatever. Um, all right, Benji. Okay, so my first choice for Mame is somebody I have never thought about for the role until today. But mm. it is someone that I have been saying for 20 years is the greatest musical theater talent of their generation. Mm. And it is somebody who I think, despite having a Tony Award and a very uh, large... Uh, Hollywood success has not actually found the role that displays everything they can do in the most satisfying way. And they've gotten a little bit of like a bad break in terms of being a joke on the internet due to a recent television run that they did. Um, Uh But I maintain that there's nothing basic about them and they are Sada Ramirez and mm. I think that Sada is mm. fierce, fabulous, can be completely glamorous, but is also extremely bohemian. And uh, Sada, I think, has the intellectual heft to do those innuendos, but really has the warmth um, that I just think, like, you know, part of the reason I wouldn't want Bridget to be maimed, for example, I mean, Brid- no, excuse me, Bridget is so warm, but I can't. When I watch Bridget, I'm always going to be about Bridget. I can't imagine it being about Bridget loving, you know, Bridget can love her dog, but we still just want to be about Bridget. Yeah. I think that um, Sada, I think there's actually like the quality could be that, you know, against the odds, Sada is the caretaker for this little boy. And, um, and would just, I don't think Sada gets the credit that Sada deserves for that Patty Lupone level volcanic belt richness that would yeah. you know just the score has never been sung the way Sada would sing it I love that that's a good yeah. choice and I mean I would also I mean this would really like to really fuck with the with the internet um I mean with Kim Cattrall as Vera 
Yes. Yeah, yes. Kim was Born actually to play it. Kim was yeah. actually on my on my Vera short list. Uh, she would be a yeah, great Vera. I mean, uh, I also feel like um, we could call it Vame. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. I mean, not to like, not to like. I mean, sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to derail the the derail um, derail. Well, I was going to say, like, not to like pander to you, but like, do you pander to what me? Are, what are your thoughts on a patty <laughs> on a patty mame? Well, obviously, I am first in line to be there for it. Um, but like, you know, it's funny. I've for so long I wanted that. Like when Patty was in her sixties, and people would say that she was wrong for it for various reasons, which I would then have to fight about, or they would say. Um, you know, she's too old, you know, kind of along that line of reasoning of like, you know, Mama Rose has to be able to be a mother, you know, a biological mother to these little girls, you know, and all this shit. And I would just fight it, fight it. And then the last couple of years, I really found my confidence to stand up to people and be like, no, don't give me that like xenophobic, ageist bullshit, you know? And I want my women in musicals, the older, the better. Just give me a fucking corpse and I will put her in the show. <laughs> yeah. But, but somehow I think like me being strong and saying that out loud in a little way, it's sort of like, it let it all flow out of me. It, it is and, like an exorcism. Yeah, it really did. And now I'm kind of like, maybe she should be in her forties, you know? And yeah. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> and like I don't know you know Patty also like I've seen Patty in everything she's done for the last 25 years or whatever and like oh, you've I made that like, you've made that abundantly clear <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't want there to be any confusion about it but I feel like Patty is best when she surprises you in the role you know yeah and when it's yeah. a little bit like every gay in new york is like front row just being like i want to see how she does it you know it's like she kind of sometimes is disappointing in those tracks i think mm-hmm. that's true i think that's it's like maybe a disservice yeah i mean i think at some point she would have there would have like patty at the exact right age would have been obviously spectacular but you're right it's not necessarily surprising and because Patty is kind of, you know, like punk, because she is, like yeah. you want it, you want to see her do something surprising. Yeah. When I also, said, when I will I, say, sorry, just back to Patty on it for a second, yeah. though, that I, her performance in Pal Joey at Encores, yeah. um, it, I will say that she really proved, you don't necessarily think of Patty as like coming from like a like verbal, like intellectual place. She's not a Christine Baranski or, or even an Angela Lansbury. Right. But she definitely like scored very big in Pal Joey with all that like upper class, like sophisticated comedy that mm-hmm. like he would be like, yeah, yeah, I, we saw you. We saw each other in Chicago. We were seeing a play. It was, uh, I think it was the man who was coming to dinner. And all her lines were like, oh, you do, do you? Yeah, and it was yeah. Like every time she was like flawless. So yeah. that does thinking about that kind of makes me want her. But I stand behind what I said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get that. What about a what about a Bernadette name with Patty? I was just about to say. Uh, <laughs> I actually think Bernadette would be a more interesting Vera than Mame. Totally mm-hmm. agree. Like I she was totally- on, Pal- on Ugly Betty. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I I love like a Bernadette, like icy bitchy. Yes, yeah, Bernadette's Um, so good. Very cold girl. 
She's yeah. always been cold. I mean, I don't like. I just never feel that Bernadette has like a maternal quality. No, I no. just don't see that in her. It was what was missing for me for her in Gypsy, and honestly, like I, she was so incredible. Obviously, in Into the Woods, and we all think of her as definitive. But watching Heather Headley at Encores, who like she didn't quite get the comedy the way that Bernadette did. Um, although the vocals, I have to say, were like the greatest you could I'm ever sure. dream of anyone singing it. But yeah. also like the maternal quality. I mean, like when she said I was just trying to be a good mother, mm. it wasn't like a laugh line. It was like, right. oh my God, this is what we all mm. feel from our parental failures. You know, it was so much pathos. And and I, I don't think that Bernadette like gives that 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 quality, you know. Although in Mame, maybe maybe we could get it out of her if we replaced Patrick with like a terrier, you know. I, I feel <laughs> I feel like she really loves animals the most. I <laughs> love that. That's what about a Mame where um, Patty is Mame, Bernadette is is Vera, and then the rest of the cast are are rescued dogs. <laughs> yeah, like a very like uh, Muppet movie format where it's just like there's two humans and then the rest are just animals. Brilliant. Yeah, I, I mean, the it. minute you say Muppet movie, I'm like, would Miss Piggy be a decent name? And I don't oh, think well, she'd be Vera. Vera for the ages. Vera. Yeah, Vera. No, I also, has- I do. I think Miss Piggy as Dolly Levi is like the thing that like, why have they not done a Hello Dolly with the Muppets? Like Jeffrey, it is- that is your fucking gig. Go make that happen. Right? It would be so good. I think. I mean, it would be like I. About Hello Dolly, though, but, but I do think Miss Piggy would be a good Dolly Levi. But it would actually be the Muppets would be perfect for Mame because you could have like the one star at like the human star's name, and then you could have Piggy as Miss Vera, you could have oh, Kermit, yeah. Kermit as Miss Vera, <laughs> yeah, and then you Ms. could Vera. have like, uh, <laughs> like uh, you know, Beaker or someone as Patrick, and then yeah. you could have um, Patrick should be little junior Kermit, what's his name, Robin? Oh, yeah. yeah. And Fozzie the Bear in drag is Gooch. <laughs> and then, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, and then Janice can be someone. Yeah, I was just trying to think about who Janice could be. She, I mean, she's she, the wrong type for Gloria Upson. Yeah, she yeah. is, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think I uh, I think you're right uh, that Bernadette nodded Mame. Patty could have been a Mame, but it's a little like on the nose. Um, and I mean, Patty would be a great Vera if you, they were to do it for real. Like, if Meryl did name Patty's yeah. like a dream Vera. Mm-hmm. Totally, yeah. totally. And I think, would Meryl be a good name? Uh, Meryl's a good everything. I think, I think Meryl would be, um, yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. She'd be a good name. You're right. Um, some other ones I had, of course, Marilyn May. Um, mm, sure. uh I mean, I I would have loved to have seen Barbara do it, um, just to have her in something else. Um, another another yeah. kind of another kind of like stunty thing I thought of for Mame, Vera, and Gooch would be um, uh, Goldie, Bet, and Diane. Well, I, oh. that's oh okay. So wait, who is I who, mean though. In my fantasy, it was like Goldie as Mame, just yeah. be, and then Bet as Bet as Vera. But if Bet is like pissed about that, they could do it like back to back. Diane would be such a good gooch. Diane, Diane would be gooch. such a good she's gooch, really right? Fun. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I love my part. You guys fight it out. I'm happy. 
Totally, totally. She's like, I'm the, I'm the nice one here. Wasn't there talk of Goldie doing a MAME at one point as well? Like a MAME movie or something with Goldie? Maybe. I mean, it's, it's, it, it's such a loss in a way that, you know, after that, like, non-Chicago movie that, that yeah. Goldie just never did anything. And she really should have. Wasn't I she know, also, musical. She was she also in talks. She was in what talks workshop? to do, um, sorry, go ahead. The workshop of the movie, when they did that reading in the early 90s of Into the Woods as a movie oh, right. where Cher was the witch, yeah. Goldie was the baker's wife. Right, right. But I mean, like, you know, Into the Woods is Sondheim. Like, it. why didn't she ever do anything? A Hollywood yeah. Bowl concert, a studio album, like yeah. a TV movie. I mean, I guess it's not too late for some role in something. But also, Goldie's one of the ones whose face is, like, no longer castable in human roles. Yeah, right. true. Isn't there an album? Doesn't she have an album? From, like, the 60s. And it's, like, yeah. very, it, like, makes you, like, really appreciate how good Liza Minnelli's pop career was. <laughs> Well, that was another one I thought of was Liza. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, Liza would be great. I mean, I mean we talk about uh, you say you said you want a corpse to do it. I mean, what about Liza just being wheeled out, just a maim in a wheelchair? Why not? Yeah, Liza why not? and Gaga sharing the role. Yeah, I, I'm fine with that. I'm Make fine it with, like I'm fine. A, a memory piece. <laughs> yeah, it's like three tall women <laughs> <laughs> throw a. Uh, Throw um, what's her Linda Jackson in there as well. Yeah, always. Oh my god, <laughs> just go like wrong. just like the opposite of a meme type. Just like so withholding and cold. Mm. Um, I mean, yeah, Liza would. Yeah, Liza would have been a great, a great meme. Again, I think Liza would be a better Holly than May. Totally. Do I? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you're no, right. That's so true. I, I mean, the, the thing li- that Liza. It maybe in some universe Liza could have done Mame, but much like Barbara, she's so far into the persona that it's hard to cast that as Mame. But unlike Barbara, now I I could really see Liza like a scheming Dolly trying to pull it all together. I mean, absolutely, it absolutely. really could still happen. I mean, wise. Liza's always scheming to uh, rewrite her own history. So yeah. Yeah. Scroll it. Scroll it. <laughs> oh my god, we did it, guys. We done did it. Um I I could do this all day long, you guys. I well, know. We'll, we'll have to bring you back for another another cast off. Yeah, what are what are your other um favorite shows to dreamcast, Jeffrey? Well, I mean, obviously I keep trying to steer it to Hello Dolly, so I guess that. <laughs> um, all the um, lady shows. All the lady shows. I could I could get into an Annie Get Your Gun. I really love Annie Get Your Gun. Mm. Um, I've got the the DVD of the Mary Martin production right over here. Um, yes, as one does. And I I I controversially think that Mary Martin is a better Annie Oakley than Ethel Merman. Mm. I listened to the Mary Martin Annie Get Your Gun and the Mary Martin Hello Dolly probably more than most albums. Is that? But no, that's because Mary I, Martin has like a wonderful, pleasing voice. That's and true. We can't get the idea in our out of our head of like bald seventy-five-year-old Ethel Merman being like, "Folks are dumb where I yeah. come from," you know. But imagine <laughs> yeah. like young Ethel when like she still had like a waistline in the true. little like suede outfit, just like 
filling the theater with like her like yeah. just balls. Not yeah, not yeah. not bald Ethel Merman. Um, bald Ethel Merman is such a good image. It's so I love it. I'm I'm gonna go to sleep with that one in mind. Um, Always wait, but I I will say though, spe- pleasing vocally. I love her moon moonshine lullaby because mm-hmm. she like oh. actually mixes for the first time in her yeah. life. Beautiful, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah. So those shows. Um, yeah, I, I could do it with with basically any of them though. Love it. Right. We well, we'll definitely we we'll it. definitely do a, a part two. Um, oh, did and- you guys hear that um, that Justin Timberlake might be replacing Hugh Jackman? Yes. No, yes. that's crazy. And wow. I think that's so fun. I think that's so fun. I mean, it's crazy to think of how, how, um, I mean, I love that, but it's, it's interesting to think how um, far Justin Timberlake's star has fallen, that, <laughs> that he's now going to replace, in a, he's replacing a huge well, because he used to be like the number like one like celebrity, you know. But that kind sure. of it's like when Reba replaced Bernadette. Like I feel like yeah. there's a certain level of star. Like if like you know, if if a Broadway actor replaces a Broadway actor, it's not as good as if they originated it. Mm-hmm. But when like yeah. somebody who's like from a completely different medium, like Justin like could just as easily like lead to like, you know, a TV version based on his triumph. I yeah. mean Right. Although I think he's so wrong for it in the same way that Hugh is. Yeah. Like I, agree. I, I really like I said, I want Ryan Reynolds. Like I want someone that's gonna be yeah. like using their charm yeah. to steal the money, not someone who just desperately wants to tap dance. No, yeah. Harold Hill, you need <laughs> you need those like those layers, you know, of yeah. like he he he's smarter than them. Um yeah. but uh weren't we just talking about Justin Timberlake in another role? Didn't you dreamcast yeah, him in something on I one did. of our episodes? What what did we what we were doing Little Shop and I thought he'd be a good dentist. Yeah. I see yeah. that. Yeah, I think he'd yeah. be great. Yeah. And uh Jeffrey, I know that uh people can still follow you on Instagram. Are you on any yeah. other social medias for the fans? I think that's the only one. I think that's mm. the only one. And grinder when I'm in your city. And Grinder, and you're coming soon to a city near you. Uh, well, it, it's a shame because the whole reason I got onto Twitter was to stalk you and all your hilarity. So, I, are we, you we, still we, on Twitter? I mean, who knows where I'll be when this podcast comes out? But as of yeah. today, I am. Oh, what a frightening place! But um, Just... yes. Um, well, thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, you're thanks wonderful. for joining us. Um, all right. Well, I'll see Ben. I think I'm going to see you in Fire Island soon. Are you going to be there too, Daniel? Uh, when? Memorial uh, Day week. Oh, and no. No. But you guys have fun. We'll, we we'll will. Work, we'll I, work on you. I, I do love it there. I'll be out there at some point. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. See you guys. Bye, Bye Jeffrey. Thank you for tuning in to Cast Off's The Podcast. If you're in New York City, come visit us every Monday at 8 p.m. at Club Coming. A big appreciation to our good Judys, composer Billy Reese for the Cast Off's theme song, and to the wonderful photographer Austin Ruffer for our Cast Off's photo. Check them both out online. See you next time. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.